This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. This is the Sarah and Vinny Secret Show on RadioAlice.com. Just a heads up, it's not for work, it's not for kids, but it is a good time. Available right here on RadioAlice.com. You only hear it on the Secret Show. You won't find it on your radio. Oh, maybe you're not hip enough to know that Sarah and Vinny's got a secret show. It was really nice. We spent a bunch of time together. I wouldn't be able to do that if, you know, that was good. I've seen Mark a lot. He's a good team car. What about his friend from Utah, though? Yeah. Well, what about him? He's got a, he used to have a mustache. You used to go out with him or what? When you say go out, yeah. what are the boundaries of that? Well, let's Define see. Define your terms, please. Have you ever seen his yes. butt guy? Yes. I you have? have? Yes. Uh-huh. So you've boned him. Sure. So long ago, though, I didn't even... I, I understand that. I'm just curious when you say, I'm just trying to figure it out. So really? what you what you're saying, in other words, is if your husband were here and he found what? Touched me. If your husband were here, uh, you would have had an issue. Oh, I would have said that's in front of my here, and he said who? And I say, oh, I knew him 17 years ago. He'd be, and he'd be a bit, probably a bit quiet about it. Maybe not. He's fine. I don't know. But it's, it's just you usually. Don't know. No, because he's fine with other friends. I mean, usually. Uh, all the scenes, all the jealous about Mark. Scenes most of it's about made. Mark. And Mark and I were never involved, which is funny. Anyway, really, you've yeah, never he, seen Mark's Buckeye? No, we've never. No. No. Do you guys like make out the first? We time? We did you? once, mm-hmm. and that was it. And now we've been friends for over twenty years, and I think Edson's more put off by the behavior. I, we've talked about this, but the, the way Mark reflects my on my behavior more than, you know, who Mark is. You know what I mean? I think he's afraid that Mark's so open about himself and does what he wants. He's afraid I'll do the same. I'll, I'll mimic Mark. Hmm. Yeah. So. But if you were going to do that, that would have been 20 years ago. Or now, because, <laughs> uh, you know, we all do what we want, right? Yeah. Basically. Yeah, I know, you're right. Thank you, Zed. I wish you'd talk to Edson about this. Mm. Oh, really? Because <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm not getting through. <laughs> anyway, so, yeah. And it was just great. It was great to see him. He's but there was no, so there's weird. no spark. What? Between the two of you. No. So after all this time that you didn't see him and go, oh, I remember you. No, it was really nice, actually. We hugged, you know, that, ooh. And uh, he doesn't have a mustache anymore, which is cute. He's got a husband now. And, you know, he, 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 he turns houses. And oh. then he works for a charity for kids. It's great. And he just loves living in Utah, Utah near his family. And he seems much happier than when he was here. And uh, travels all over the place. And it's just nice to see someone, uh, you know, older who's not, you know, embittered or embattled or who really loves their life. And it is nice. It's nice to see people who are happy and satisfied. Yeah, in, yeah, yeah. In their exactly. Lives. Yeah. And he, he's glad about the move. He was nervous about it when he did it for a lot of reasons that are his own circumstances that I won't bring up. But anyway, yeah, so but he's very content. Oh, what are his circumstances? Well, you know, the Mormon church and all that. Oh, it's he's hard. Mormon. Well, his family. He, yeah, his family. Was. Yeah. Oh. Hmm. Got mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. But yeah. they've accepted him back Very in close and... to the Mormon church. I mean, he's 
from oh, the, are they like it, in the hierarchy inter- yeah. of the? You know how all that works. I'm not I very don't familiar really. with the big, is but his there is last a, name Young. <laughs> <laughs> Almost there, um, there's a definite hierarchy, and he was. I mean, his family was in that. He's not, but so he was. Were they ashamed of him? When well, he... you know, it's a diff- it's difficult. Yes. I, I mean, I don't want to try to guess what the, how the Mormon Church behaves and operates, but anyway, they they um, yeah, it's hard if you're gay, with them. You know, right. any organized religion seems to have a problem sometimes. I mean, Orthodox. But anyway, he's happy and good. They're all fine now. It's, it's all great. good. Did you tell Edson that you were going to see him? No, or? not a word. I wouldn't tell him a word. And it's it's uh, <laughs> it, it's Just wondering. No, nothing. No, God, no. And uh, but it's it's, it's interesting because he was saying that all his nieces and nephews are in their you know early uh, to late tween, teens or twenties um, don't even question his husband and all that. You know, because now young people just assume gay marriage has always been around and gays and lesbians have always been in the military. It, 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 and to them, it has because they're so young, right? Five right. or 10 years is a long period for them. And that's great, too. That's great. Because he said it's no problem with them or even a question. It like, who's this guy? And, and it shouldn't be. Yeah, exactly. But we're looking at a weird generation where even people are alive today who, I don't know that it was outlawed, but even even mixed race coupling yeah, exactly. was like, a thing. I think it's you're right. I think that similarity. And is now true. you see kids today who would never think anything of it. Yeah, Actually, of I wouldn't they, think they anything of it. They just take people at face value yeah. what they what they present to you, and they are open to. I guess that would be anyone. the boomer generation that came up with mixed race being a thing, whereas we came up with it not being a thing. Right. Gen X less a thing, and now it just I mean zero. I Thing. Actively, well, you know, I don't think it was ever zero. I still think it's not zero, but it's yeah, you might better. Certainly far better than it yeah than it has been. I was watching some show or other. Oh man, I I'll never remember the name of it. But this dude was like, a, I don't know, he's in the Korean War or something, and he was a black dude, and he was getting a lot of crap from the. And then there was some kind of sci-fi time travel thing, and he like pops up in the two thousands. And he walks into a cafe and he's look he's startled because there's just kids of every race sitting at every booth and everyone's laughing and having a great time and yeah. and he's like oh my god I you know he didn't quite know how to handle it yeah but he was like oh the future's great <laughs> yeah <laughs> things have changed but we still have a long way to go uh, when my when I first started dating my husband um, he has this uncle Bob. Uh, is this Drunkle Bob? No, no, no. This is on John's side of the family. Oh. That's me thinking of my Drunkle Peter. Right. So he's got, uh, you know, his his mom's brother. Uh, they he shows up at a uh, at a family barbecue or whatever, and he shows up on his motorcycle, and him and his friend Don get off the motorcycle, and they come in the backyard, and everyone's having a good old time, and we're all sitting and chatting, and uh, he's driving me home later that night. I go, I didn't know your uncle. I didn't know you had a a gay uncle. He goes, what are you talking about? John said that? Yeah. And I go, uh, your Uncle Bob and his friend Don. How is Don spelled? D-A-W-N or D-O-N? D-O-N. D-O-N. And uh, he goes, oh. He goes, yeah, they've lived together forever. I go, yeah, because yeah. your Uncle Bob's gay. Yeah. And he's like, oh, do you think so? I'm like, yeah. Yeah, he didn't hit on me, so he must be. That's what you're thinking, no. right? Yeah. That's not what I was thinking at all, but it was, I mean, it was quite evident. They weren't in any way demonstrative, and clearly that was, you know, that. so that's what it took for them to fit into the family. Of course. You know? I mean, they're big Catholics. And uh, especially his mom and dad. Rest in peace, Paul and Maggie. You're 
This you happened know. when Vanessa and I were in, uh, abroad last summer for, with some friends, and we were staying at their place in Europe, and this old family friend showed up, and he was divorced, you know, two kids. And he's got this young, hot guy with him. Friend. Yeah, friend. How'd you guys meet? Um, training through the Iron Man. Iron Man? What? Yeah, we have a little Iron Man group in Paris that we train with, and I met him. Really interesting. Okay, oh, so this and then is your friend. Yeah, yeah, they spent the night. They they were in the room next to Edson and I. Edson and I like with a cup against the wall. And oh, for God! Well, seriously, sake. we're like, come on, you guys, seriously. And they were taking a lot of showers, a lot of showers all night long. And I mentioned it to the host of the of. <laughs> no, he's an old friend of mine. No, I grew up with him. I know. I mean, I no, I know him. I think said this one thing. I think you don't. It's obvious that you're not seeing. Or you're just not. You're just trying not to see it. He's you're... got a Mexican with him, and uh, they're uh, <laughs> clearly, uh, you know. What'd you say? Uh, he's a Mexican. He's a little Mexican. A little Mexican kid. A little Mexican. Oh. So cute. So That's what cute. you call him? Well, I call that one a Mexican because he showed up <laughs> like in Louis Vuitton. Like, Do you have like little nicknames for, for everybody? Seriously, it's fantastic. For different races? Yeah, like... Edson does. Edson has not race names, but nicknames for He has nicknames for all of you guys. And for oh. all my friends and all my family. What's mine? Oh, I would love to know our nicknames. Yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll get them from him and I'll write them down and I'll email them to you. Bull you know you exactly know what they are. Tell us right I think now. Too much caffeine, and I can't remember what any of them are. You lying fat. <laughs> you better tell me, otherwise you're not coming no, to the secret no, show. No, yes. like he, they're nice. Like he calls, uh, a, he calls. He calls Human the Muzzy. We know that one. No, I do that. No, oh. he calls. Uh, he calls, hey, where is Human? He's on the floor. He's muzzy. Hey, can't you hear him breathing? No, I can even hear him breathing through my microphone. <laughs> he's just, they're they're funny. I'll ask him what they are. I will seriously. I don't bring them with me. I will. I can't remember all of them. They're, just little th they're little things he's made up. They have nothing to do with race or any offense in any way. They're just funny little names. Mm. He calls me Kapuro, as you know. And, yeah. you well, know, that's your name. Right, Scotch, but it's still Scotch a, it's a bit of a nickname, though, because it's not my first name, which would be more appropriate <laughs> since we're married, but you're right. You're right. And it is usually oftentimes based on their names or whatever. Right, but you can't think of them, even though he's... I know that my friend Sadia is Sadia Marie, even though her middle name isn't Marie, but she likes it when he says it, so he says that. I don't know why, he just does. And uh, another friend is, you know, the crazy widow and all this other stuff, so. <laughs> the crazy but you can't think widow. of ours. Yeah, you can't think of ours. I'm sweating. You're Why do you put me? You know, liar. I'm a guest. Why not being put on the spot right now? <laughs> Why are you now? always sweating? Hey, have I you know, said I'm very the, sweaty the here. Stuff? <laughs> start the show. Sarah Vinny Secret Show for Tuesday, October 17th, 2017. Uh, Sarah Vinny, our special guest, Scott Capurro, and Vaughn is in here. He's actually right, learning how to run the equipment. Oh. Which puts Bryn, Human, and our producer, Yuzette, in the yes. other room. Oh. Yes. So Vaughn, Human is going to be, Vaughn's, um, what's his face? Bryn, right in front of me. What's his face? Where's what's, what's his bucket? That's what we call Bryn. That's, that's, what's his face? That's Essence's nickname for Bryn. What's, what's his, his face? face? No, yeah, what's not. His face? Oh, my God. <laughs> uh, Bryn is going to be going on paternity leave soon. Mm -hmm. We don't know when. We'll Any figure minute. that out. Any so, yeah, minute. It's a week from, uh, the due date's Monday. Yeah. Right? <clears throat> what's yeah, going to happen we'll with see. the yeah. secret show? Well, so what we're going to do, Human is going to do Bryn's job as far as getting sounds and all that stuff in the morning. Vaughn will take care of the podcasting, and Vaughn will also be taking care of the secret show. All right. Uh, so and then we'll send him to Brad, and then Brad will throw him up. And then what's going to happen for our live secret show? Uh, Bryn is coming back for our live secret show. Not if she has a baby that day, he's not. <laughs> We'll figure it out. All right. Yeah. We're winging it here. Will Brian or, or another engineer know how to set all that up to record? Brian does. Okay. Yeah. So Bring we'll your kid to the super show, Bren. Yeah. Do yeah. it. Uh, Why not? One day, oh, that would be great, I'm sure. It'd be great. Teach him the, the thing. What's the exact due date? The 22nd. Oh, so. He'll be a baby. He might any, be a week old by then. It'll any be fine. time. Yeah. Bring the baby to the secret show. No. <laughs> So, Brent, how many kids will you have after this kid's born? 17. Wow, amazing. Stop I know, it. right? Thank you. Totally. 
Live two firefighting. kids, a seventeen-year-old and a newborn. Amazing. That's it's great, actually. Yeah. Good for you for having every experience life can offer. Yeah. And then in 17 years, you'll have another. Perfect. Keep the dream alive. Should be fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, yeah, the live secret show that we're doing is on Halloween. If you only listen to our regular secret show that you're listening to right now, uh, it's possible that you have missed how to win. Um, you do need to listen to our regular show, and, and uh, we're doing those tickets hourly throughout the day. Uh, Got to be over 21, and we're doing that Club Bugazi, which we're all very excited about. God, I saw that show when I was like 17 with my mom. Beach Blanket yeah, Babylon. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's one of those shows that I have always wanted to go see, and I've lived here 20 years, and I've never it's seen so that. I can't fun. believe that I can't you believe gone. It, it is, is that the last time you went? Uh, it is, yeah, like 1980. Oh my gosh, you have to go. It's so. I'd love to see it. I want to bring Epson. He, I think he's And they say you can oh, yeah. see it yeah, yeah. all the time. It's yeah. different yeah. every single time. And you they changed the cast. Yeah. Yeah, it's great. And the hats. Fantastic. Mm-hmm. I know. I would love to. Wouldn't you love to go see that, Benny? I haven't seen it, so I, it would all be new to me. Right. I, I Although love he doesn't like the strong. singing. Yeah, I love That's might true. be strong. Yeah. The singing? You don't like the singing? Well, I, I don't. But it's funny. It's like a. They do like current events show, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. on stuff. Right. Really smart the news, stuff. news, only musical and funny. Yeah. <laughs> I remember some of the, uh, the guys in the chorus were like, Winking up to the balcony, and I, I was all closeted and scared. I was sure they know, knew I was gay somehow. They were winking at me, and then I realized my mom brought my mom brought me to this. Huh. I guess she knows too. I guess the world knows. <laughs> I guess every, the cast, my mom, everyone. It's funny. Did you have to at some point? Did you feel like you needed to say to your mom, "Mom, guess what?" She outed me to myself. I've told you this a pool, poolside in San Anselmo. She was like, I, my, "After my first year at university, I came home." You didn't know you were gay your first year in university? I knew. I had a boyfriend, Jeff, who had a cloth bag, but I didn't think that she... I know, but I didn't... I'm so romantic. I know. No, it was fine. It was internal, so just a little Band-Aid over the hole. It was great. Um, it was fine. I was in love with him. Don't judge. Some people... Everyone deserves love. Anyway, God, you guys. Jesus. So... You of all people? I know, but Saying he's, don't judge? But he was... How <laughs> dare you? <laughs> he was so cute. Little Jewish guy. So I came home. <laughs> And my mom's like, honey, I know, you know, poolside. No uh, she's all drunk. Oh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> one in the afternoon. Catholic, Irish. So, honey, I know you're, you know, Jay, her second husband who divorced her and left her. Had, had, I've been writing him letters in my freshman year at Irvine. Because she loved him, too. Well, uh, I just wanted him to know what was going on uh-huh. in my life. And um, uh, he, I think he kind of suggested to her that I might be. So she's in her brown bikini, and so was I. <laughs> and we hugged, and uh, yeah, that was it. She out of me. It was great. But you were... She didn't out, out you to yourself. You knew. No, you she. Were yeah, but I mean, she out. She's like, but I know she you didn't are. Need and, to but then I swear to God, everyone knew in like four minutes. Like she sent out Indian runners. So I don't know what she did. But, <laughs> Smoke signals. Oh my God, pigeons! Everyone knew. <laughs> and like the next family function was like a couple days later. I was like, everyone's fine with it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Did she say gay? The word. Yeah, I think she did. Yeah. She yeah. didn't say homosexual. No, 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 no. <laughs> hmm. Yeah. That's good. And it was pre. Uh, HIV, so, you know, there wasn't that whole... She wasn't terrified about that. She was just like, be I'm careful. I'm sure that was still to come. Yes, but she said, you know, that wasn't on her mind. She was just like, you know, be careful. I think she did say, it's a hard choice. I don't envy you, but, you know, it's, I'm like, it's a hard choice. Yeah. Mm. I'm like, you've been divorced three times. You're, you're, you're drunk at one in the afternoon poolside. I'm like, all your hard choices. Yeah, yeah. I don't think we're going to solve this right now. I think, you know, <laughs> look at your own life. Anyway, so, yeah, it was, uh, it was good. It was easier because then I didn't have to lie. That's the hard part when you're 
So you had been lying to her. And kind well, of just about like, it. yeah. Oh, definitely. That year, a freshman, yeah. I, I definitely lied about who I was hanging out with and stuff. Because I was going to gay bars and stuff. And gay bars in 1981 in, in Orange County. Woo-hoo! This guy had a pigeon on his shoulder. And that guy was spinning scarves and stuff. Oh. And like three disco balls dropped and Gloria Gaynor. And we were in there 18 with <laughs> illegal IDs, getting hammered and stuff. People buying us. I didn't know why men wanted to buy me drinks. I was six foot two, 18, with green eyes and you know, blondish hair. Long to my shoulder. I don't know why. What? What? A, a silk cut jacket on and tight, tight, tight jeans. And they used to drive me home to the dorm and then sit outside my dorm with their with their headlights on my dorm window, waiting for me to come back into their car, keeping me awake. I know. I was stalked. It was horrible. <laughs> Coked out of you. my mind. It was just fantastic. It's great. And then I came out and then some of the fun went away. Once they know, then they're like, move on. We're not interested. But I'd be in these bars saying, I can't have a drink from you. I'm a heterosexual male. <laughs> I was still lying to myself. And that tempted them even more. A long time ago. Hmm. Ancient. A different planet. Mars. I thought you said you knew you were gay when you were four. They, we all do. We're like four or five, but you learn to hide it. You're saying you just tamped it down inside yourself. Because you realize and... everyone hates you, would hate you for it. You think that, hmm. that you'd just be ostracized. Well, your what family... about the guys you were... Yeah, you were BJ's at a, too on, a the, gay on bar. the side the, of the road on Lombard. But, but, I can't believe you remember every detail of that story I told you years ago. Anyway, <laughs> it wasn't a. I was like HJ. He was driving. It was anyway. Radio.com. Radio.com. Uh, yeah, but by then I was like 15, 16. I was still hiding it, you know. But when you're a little kid, you kind of realize something about How is that hiding it? Giving BJs to guys in cars on the side of the road? The BJ was in his condo. No, the BJ was the guy you were This one's a little big. A little big. Aren't you going to give me some money? And the guy kicked you out of the car. The hitchhiking story, right? It's the size of a Lexus. Anyway, yeah. um, No, you're right. But anyway, yes. I, but I was lying to everyone. But all my friends, everyone, like, where were you last night? I was like, oh, I was at home reading. But I was just lying to everybody. Reading. But when you're a little kid, you realize something's different, and you think, how can I camouflage this? So no. Well, one luckily, that's the case, though. I think. I, well, I I can't. I was just reading in a book. A character in the book is he was married, went through that whole thing, but his character. I mean, obviously, this is fiction, but he dreamt of being with men the whole time was always dreaming of finally when he's divorced he's still he's free he can do whatever he wants but he still feels so guilty that he's dating like quietly finally doing it but just doing it quietly because he couldn't he still couldn't face it just say it Mm. i'm gay he just couldn't do it so it's interesting to see like what year was it set i feel like don't you feel like right now it's a little easier it may Is be, it, but I've... Um, you'd think so, but... Uh, I, my I, friend who was just visiting said that he, you know, in Utah where he lives, that there are still a lot of... He meets a lot of people in that circumstance you just I mentioned. I think if it's the... Fr- if you are... If you fear that your friends and family... Right. Forget my, about the world at large. I think it's the, the people in your little hmm. circle. If you fear that they're the ones who can't look at you it, the right. same or whatever, maybe or you that's may lose, the you issue. You may lose access to your kids. People are very worried about that, too. Right. So. Yeah, I don't know. What's the book? What's the title? It's the third. Uh, what is that? The uh, the dragon tattoo book. Oh, 
You can show me the on girl Sunday. Girl with the dragon tattoo. Your, you show me on Sunday. <laughs> at your I house. totally don't remember this at all. <laughs> Her accountant is the one that oh. ends up being. And I she, should reread all those because I want to read that. She digs up all one. this dirt on him and is like, she tells him his life, and he's like, "How the hell do you know this?" And because she can get into people's computers, she's telling him about his fantasies, mm. and and he's being confronted with something that he's never had to Answer deal with. To, right. right. I have to say that I still sense a bit of resistance from older members of my family. I'm sure. And I only notice it when I'm with friends in my family and friends point it out and they're like, he was a bit weird. You know, he probably is angry about it. I'm like, God, I forgot. <laughs> it's been so long. I, th I thought they'd all calm down about just it. just busy being you. It's generational, I guess. And, right? Well, everyone's going to have, you can't control how someone reacts yeah, to anything. Yeah, and, yeah. you know, some people just worry about it so much. Oh my God, it changes everything. What? What does it change? Or just what they're accustomed to. Right. What, the, what, they've, what they spent 70 or 80 years around. Right. And that's what, the, and the, anything else is just too foreign to them. That's fine. You got letters? I do. Uh, <laughs> and by the way, write us anytime. Sarah at RadioAlice.com or Vinny at RadioAlice.com. Sarah with an H, Vinny with an I-E at RadioAlice.com. Thank you. And uh, put Bad Advice or Secret Show in the title. And uh, please let us know if you don't want us to say your name. Um, do people ever allow you to say their names? Sure. Sometimes. Oh, right. If they're not revealing a ton of personal information. Uh, or if they don't, if they say, if they don't say, don't say my name, then we want to say because they've just said a bunch of gnarly stuff. And All right. We want to put out, put that out there. Okay. Yeah. You know. Bill and Petaluma. Ooh, he sounds really hot. Really bad stuff. Did he really? That sounds yeah. hot. It does? Bill and Petaluma. Yeah. They All have right. a truck and a, 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 like a little. How did you know? Construction work. Bubble butt. Anyway, go ahead. Bubble butt. Yeah, bubble butt. Do I know him? I don't know if you know him. Yeah. Sounds like you know a bill from Petaluma with a construction company and a bubble butt. Hey, or you have a dream. Uh, well, we all have dreams. Okay. We all got dreams. Reach for the dreams, Cindy. Reach for the dreams. Um, right. Stop me if I've read this. Because right. I've pre-read all these. I never can remember what we've done on I the air. I understand that feeling. <laughs> uh, hey, all. Don't say my name. Call me H. I wrote in a little over a year ago and asked for advice on a guy I was seeing in the South Bay. He was older. I'm about 15 years younger. Uh, so the, she actually copied the old email, which, uh, let's see, she was going to move in with this guy and he had a child who was eight years younger than she was. Remember this oh. at all? Hmm. Uh, so the previous email is attached. Uh, long story short, things did not go well. He did. She did move to San Jose for him. It was amazing at first. We fell in love, had great adventures and it was perfect. He had a, uh, a daughter, he had a 14 year old daughter. You know, and she's only 22 years old, or was at the time. I guess everybody's a year older. Hey, Vinny, Sarah, Yuzi, Human, and of course, Bryn, mm. and Vaughn and Scott. I'm going to go ahead and include hey. you guys on that. Slurps all around. Here's Bryn. my issue. I have been with my girlfriend, Bryn. <laughs> Rudy. What's his face? <laughs> <laughs> I've been with my girlfriend for four years now. We met in college uh, down in Southern California. Both landed jobs in the Bay Area and now have been living together for two years. We've been dating for a bit, and with both of us going into our late 20s, I've been feeling the pressure to pop the question. It also doesn't help that for the past two years of our, uh, past few years, most of our friends are engaged, married, or have kids. And I know I can already hear Vinny saying, you're only in your 20s and you're thinking of marriage. Things are going good, not great, but good. We get into arguments and I feel I'm a lot more spontaneous and able to go out of my comfort way more than her. But generally, we get along great and our sex life is good once a week at least, usually twice. 
While she's a great person, her family is definitely not. Her parents are drug addicts who I wouldn't trust with five bucks uh, laying on the table. And siblings are trashy people I wouldn't choose to be around ever. The issue is that my girlfriend is very committed to her family and definitely turns a blind eye to their negative qualities. She's always helping out when she can, making excuses, even lending them money when they've asked. I love a person who's family-oriented, but she puts priorities toward people that have proven time and time uh, not uh, to not be trusted. I mean, seriously, Sarah, could you envision yourself 15 years from now asking your child to pay your Comcast or PG&E bill? It's weird. She's certainly loyal and uses the old excuse, but they're family. Well, in my family, we would never use that excuse. We would call each other out and address any problem or issue appropriately and wouldn't coddle one another. My main question is this. How much of the other person's family do you take into account when wanting to be with that person? Can it be a deal breaker? Where would the line be drawn for you? Help. This is a question that's been burning in my brain. I have a hard time thinking that if me and my girlfriend ever have a kid, I wouldn't want her parents or siblings near it. Is that the no-duh sign? Help from your listener of many years. I'll start. It uh, actually says, all right, human, I guess you can go yeah, for it. Damn. <laughs> uh, you are always marrying that other family, 100% of the time. So if you can't stand them, that... For me, it's a deal breaker. I'm sorry. That is a deal breaker. There are five things in this email that are total deal breakers as so, far as I'm concerned. I'm just going to say that concern is a real concern. Don't dismiss it. Don't think, oh, I'm going to be with her, you know, 320 days a year and only have to deal with her family, you know, 40 days a year. Those 40 days are the worst 40 days of your life. All right, over to you. 40, so, 45 so days. He needs to 45, because it's 365 in a year, right? Well, forget about the five days you spend with them or whatever. <coughs> what about when they've they're elderly and they've don't have they have not saved a penny and they they say to their daughter, "We need to move into that room <laughs> that you've got. You know the one that you were saving to for your kid or whatever." That's, Help that's us. That's your future. Yeah, no, she's she. They're leaning on her, and she's gonna be taking care of them the rest of her life. They're making sure that that happens. You don't want to be a part of that. Also, if I could point out, because everyone around you is marrying, is no reason to get married. Right. A. B. You say it's. It's, you, you, you sound very wishy. Yeah, you say it's worth it. <laughs> you, you sound very wishy-washy about it in general. Listen to this. Things are going good. Not great, but good. We yeah. get in arguments. I feel like I'm more spontaneous. Go out of my comfort zone way more than her. We get along good. Our sex life is good. Once a week, at least, usually twice. That is the most <laughs> blah thing I've ever heard. Like, <laughs> what are you doing? Yeah. Well, hold on. Get out of there. In his defense yeah. on this point, I'd say... A lot of guys would describe their relationship that way. They're not going to be all big old heart eyeballs when they talk about their relationships. So I'm not surprised to hear that description. That's a pretty normal way to say, yeah, we're cool. I, I, but for yeah. him to say, good, not great, but good. Like, to me, that's uh, like uh, you. So you're just going to settle for for not great? Does yeah, he don't mention, have such a low bar. Yeah. Does he, look who's talking. Does he mention uh, his family? From uh, you? I know, that's why I said. That was brave. crazy. <laughs> he mentions his family in that he said no one in his family would ever use the excuse we're family. We would call each other out and address Which is probably a lie in some way. But also, I think that um, um, her helping her family, isn't that kind of a good thing in a way? Because no. the, Okay, for one thing, in my family, such, <laughs> such, such things as these have happened, mm -hmm. where I've had relatives who've been down and out for a while, and we stepped in, 
And they're fine now because they're fine. I mean, they had a low point at one point. Mm -hmm. And then you step in and you help a bit. I mean, I can't tell by how extreme... Her parents are drug addicts, so I well, wouldn't trust with a $5 addicts, bill I mean, laying you know, on the does table. Does that mean opioids? I mean, a lot of people have drug issues in this country, or does that mean... It's, that's, it's hard, well, you know, look, I one. mean, we don't, we're going on the info we've right. got in front yeah, of yeah, us. Yeah. If you tell me that person's a drug addict and they're not able to carry their own weight and that the daughter is picking up the cable bill, right. then that's your future, dude. So down the line, when you guys are trying to save for your own retirement and you've got kids and you've got to put them through school and all the things you're dealing with, there will be her parents saying, we didn't make rent this month. Again. We need dough. And if, and if she's going to keep bailing them out, then he's going to keep bailing them out, too. Right. And I feel like there are times when it's worth it because you love this person. You could, mm-hmm. can't imagine your life without them. And so you take them on and all the family troubles. But you're and, not getting that from him. In this and point. I am not getting that. This is you are a dude who's watching your friends get married and thinking, well, I guess I got to propose. This yeah. is the person I'm with. Like, I don't think you have to. And you should know that that's you. I mean, you do know what you're taking on. You wrote it in this letter. Mm. You should know that there's a lot of fish in the sea. And some of those fish have families who are well off. So find one of those fish. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, well, just, you know, you don't have to marry her. Right. I don't know what the deal is with people where they find themselves like, it's it's like this free fall thing where I'm, I'm falling and I'm going to land on marriage. No, because that's what time in my life it is. (laughs) That's just not the deal. Right. You call your own shots. It's hard because they live together and have her. You've been with her for four years. I'm sure she does think that this is the way it's going to go. And, uh, you know, you're going to have to be strong and make major changes if you want to. Maybe you're downplaying the, you know, how good your relationship is and way up playing how bad the family is. But reading this, if I wrote this, I would be like, oh, I see the answer right here. This is. Not someone I'm so, I, I like, take a moment and picture your life without her. Just spend time thinking, what if I broke up with her? What would my life be like? How, how would that be? M- maybe you do find that you're like, you know what? She's the best thing. She's the only one who understands me. I, I, I need her. I love her. This is the person for me. And if that's the case, well, then maybe you have a, a bigger tolerance for the family. But I, I want to say okay. my vote is clearly move on. I, I, no ambig, no ambiguousness for me. Just ambiguity move on. is the word you're looking I, for. But no, yes. that's not the word I want. I want yeah, ambiguousness. Well, you no, know, that's not. A, well, that's not a word. You made up a word. Jeez, you don't know the, the number of days in a year. You don't know the word ambiguity. I'm concerned, human. Are you? Very concerned. Brittany, what do you think? He agrees with me. Uh, yeah. Well. <laughs> Pull that I mic right in your face. I agree with you, uh, Sarah. When she, when he said good, not great. Uh, I just feel like you have to have more reason to want to marry somebody. Because there's nothing wrong with not getting married. You don't marry by default just because. Yeah, this is the person I'm with and I'm the right age. Right. I hate that. Stupid. Yeah. You know, I, I know that when I was still dating people, it was really hard for me to go out with someone if they weren't close to their mom. I, that always seemed like a thing to me. Like, if you didn't have a close relationship with your mother, it just seemed... I just felt like... You, you, now you're with the guy who's the closest to his mom so of close. anyone oh my in God. the world. So close. Are they, they spooning the right now? Bed, are they right? spooning right now? Totally spooning. <laughs> Probably are. Yeah. yeah. Sharing genomes right now. You know, I don't Super know. Super close, but she doesn't know he's gay. <laughs> if you've ever met people, though, who've had that relationship where it's so great, it's the best thing in the whole wide world, except that they actually have knockdown, drag out, 
almost violent arguments mm. and you see that they run hot and cold. And so they've got that high, high and that low, low. And sometimes when I hear someone describe things as good, I think that's really a lot more desirable right. than that. Like, yeah. it's great or it's awful. Right. Some people don't want to be in love. They've seen it damage people in their past and they just don't want or whatever that in love means to them. Right. They want something that's love, that's supportive. Right. I think, calm. you know, con what is your thing con about being content? content? Yeah. And and also uh, that's underrated. Being compatible <laughs> is also really important. Mm -hmm. And being with someone you love, you might love them. You might not be able to be around them, though. What, for whatever the reason may be. Maybe they're a drunk, or maybe they are... They're a stripper who deals drugs and does drugs on the weekends. So they're a stripping, drug-dealing, bisexual drug user. Who are you talking about? <laughs> oh, sorry, sorry. Uh, um, Yikes. This, That's a quite a title. Yeah, this guy... <laughs> thank you, Jesus. This, um, <laughs> this, uh, this guy used to go... That I was, he broke my heart horribly years and years ago. Oh, in this Francisco. is the guy. The, yeah, the stripper. The yeah. one. Yeah, yeah, the one. Yeah. And because of Facebook, I... You can, quit the movie business over this guy. Almost, yeah. Uh, with, with Facebook... Oh, almost, no, right. I, I, you I should I just say you in. did because... Oh. I, I did. <laughs> no, but I reconnected on Facebook with him, thank God for the internet, right? What? Three years ago. Yeah, we went to dinner. I but found I didn't him. didn't think about Weirdly, that. Weirdly, around the corner from me. That your whole damn life, and you went and let him Play talk him to you fire. again? Yeah, it was good, though. He lived around the corner Yeah, from weird, right? Wow, that weird. is weird. Never ran into him. I know, it's so strange. Mm. But that's the San Francisco is, really. It's, mm. you can, it's not like New York where people walk a lot. The, um, he, uh, I listened to him talk, and I'm like, oh, God, it would have never worked. And you're a disaster. And that's, I can oh, hear now so why. I'm so happy. You why, no, it, why didn't I, you? I can hear now why it was so difficult for us to get along, because I was putting myself in a very, an almost impossible situation with you. There was no way it was going to. He was just going on and on about this thing in his life. I'm like, oh my God, you're such a victim. It's impossible for mm. you to deal with your own. Anyway, mm. it's good. All right. Getting back to this girl, I feel like we shouldn't overlook the fact that she obviously has a big heart, and that's probably why he loves that's her. That's I thought too. I mean, but she's there for her family. He needs to have a talk with her that he can't go through with this if she's going to keep enabling right. them. Yeah. He has well, to those, draw the line somewhere. So I would agree too that you do have. For, this is I believe this for anybody. I'm not someone you, you really want to take advice from. But I do think that uh, all people, couples, should talk about what their life, what they want their life to look like. Mm -hmm. Because if, if what if in her head she absolutely plans to move her parents into the, her home? What if that's like a non, that's not even yeah, a question. Un unspoken. Yeah, yeah like, future. well, of course they're going to live with me. Then and they're going to do it as soon as I have a baby. Yeah, because... then I can keep a better eye on them. In fact, they're living in the back room right now. You can't hear them screaming at each other. That's them. <laughs> right. I mean, that might very well be her plan. Yeah. Right. And until you discuss it, you won't know. Or she, she could, she might be able to have a heart to heart with you and say, I have been bailing these two out my whole life. And I've been I looking for someone to any, tell me I don't have to do well, this. Or, mm -hmm. or she just might say, I don't have any other way of functioning. This is how I am because they've always needed that from me. Some people, some kids of addicts, they are the parent. And they've been the parent the whole time. Mm -hmm. From five years old, that's all they know is I had to go get my parent and bring and keep an eye on them and wipe the vomit off their mouth or whatever yep. it is. Those stories are endless. So who knows what she's had to put up with? And this paying the cable bill, she might be like, 
That's nothing, dude. Yeah. You have no yeah. idea have what no I'm doing. Yeah, yeah, paying a bill is easy. These two are doing great right now. So right. you don't know. I mean, you need to talk about that with anyone, not just her, whoever you're going to marry. Right. How do you envision your life going forward? And you're already doing it. You're thinking about what if you have kids with this person? Would you trust them with these people? And and look, that kid is your responsibility. And, and the answer is no if you have questions about the way they live or what your kid might be exposed to. Uh, but uh, yeah, it starts with having a real heart to heart about how, I think that's a great idea. How does she see the future? What does she see her life looking like? Did you and like? John have a, like a five, 10, 20 year strategy when you got married? Did you? We didn't really, but we both came from pretty similar families and we, that was just never, hmm. it wasn't ever like a, I don't know. I, we, no Did one you talk about where you wanted to be in 20 out? years or 15 sure. years? Or, yeah. Yeah. But we were also kind of flying by the seat of our pants because as soon as we got together, we started moving all around the country. So uh -huh. it just seemed like we d couldn't plan too far in the future. When we got here, though, we started to, I thought, oh, this <clears> is <throat> going well. And, you know, if we're ever going to have a baby, maybe we should have it now. And he was walking around the house pretending he was a toddler, <laughs> poking oh. his head around, saying, Mommy. I was like, all right. Oh, he was working <laughs> on you, you mean? Oh. oh, yeah. So cute. I know. John's he's adorable. adorable. <laughs> he's a good, he's a good guy. Him. All right, that's going to do it. Uh, I, I'm sure we didn't help I'm you exhausted. at all, sir. But, you were great. But you good guys luck. are great. I'll get those nicknames. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, sure see you will. You, right. See you uh -huh. at Hop Dogma on Saturday. Yeah, and tomorrow, uh, sorry, on Friday, you're going to be in Alameda? Yeah, at uh, Phoenix. All right. It's beautiful. Where people can check out Scott Capro, uh, scottcapro.com. Thanks, you guys. Either. Thank you, Scott. Thank you very much. No. No, one P, two R's. A whole lot of loving. Oh, shoot. Oh, well. <laughs>